Well, this is it, and here we go with another great edition of Inside EMS. I am your host, Chris Subalero, and Kelly Grayson is still on the EMS World Tour, bringing knowledge and education, growing the skills and ability of the next generation of EMS provider. I hope that's what he wants me to say. What, what he wants me to say, that's what he wrote down for me to say, so hopefully I read it the way he wanted me to say it. But uh, he'll be back with us next week. You know, uh, as we prepare for the shows, I mean, we really try to bring you the best information that we can to ensure that you guys really know what's going on inside EMS, right? I mean, and Kelly and I have talked about it for a lot of years that we talk about we're two paramedics that sit in a truck and we're talking about the things that everyone's talking about inside EMS. You know, sometimes he takes the provider view. Sometimes I'll take the leadership view since we have that expertise, you know, but as we were preparing for this week's show, it it really kind of brought me to the American flag and really what it means. And if you don't know the, you know, the story of the Star Spangled Banner, go ahead and read it and check it out because it really is interesting. Uh, or if you don't know the story of the American flag, go ahead and check it out. It, it is really interesting. But I was thinking about my days of being in the military and I was part of the honor guard team at several bases that I was at. And, uh, you know, I had the opportunity to be uh, privileged to be on the teams. And uh, it really kind of brought me back to the folds of the flag. And I don't know if you know this. But there are 13 folds to the American flag. Every time you fold the flag, it means something different, uh, you know, for the fold. And I'm not going to go through all 13, but, you know, the first fold uh, represents the symbol of life. The second fold represents belief in eternal life. You know, the third fold is made in honor and the remembrance of the veterans departing our ranks and who gave a portion of their life, his or her, her life, to be honest with you. Uh, for the defense of our country and attaining peace around the world and so on and so on and so forth. And as my, as I would fold the flag as part of my honor guard duties, I memorized what each fold meant. And as I folded it, I said in my head, this fold is for, this fold represents. And it just kind of gave me a little bit more of a, um, uh, a buy-in to this process, the honor it takes that you fold a flag that now is going to be given to a family member of someone who has fallen. Well, I got to tell you, I mean, the guest that we have for you today is really going to expound on the Folds of Honor. And this is the organization that we're going to talk about today is Folds of Honor. And this is an organization that provides scholarships for the spouses and children of military veterans who gave the ultimate sacrifice. And as you're going to learn today, um, you know, now it's going to expand to EMS and first responders. And I got to tell you, since the inception of this organization, since 2007, they've made nearly 44,000, given 44,000 scholarships in close or excess. I don't know which one it is. It's going to have to tell me of $200 million. <laughs> and here's our guest. His name is Luke Sherman. He is the Senior Vice President of Outreach. His job is to engage with first responders, the military, and make sure that everybody has everything they need to be part of this great organization. Luke, I want to thank you for joining us on Inside EMS to talk about your great organization. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure and an honor. And uh, to all of the medics and and the medical personnel out there that are part of this first responder program that's now part of the Folds of Honor, thank you for your service and day-to-day, hour-to-hour continued excellence for the American people that uh, when they hit 911 need you. Yeah, and I think we all know, man, that uh, for being a first responder, 
whether you're a policeman, whether you're a firefighter, whether you're an EMS professional, it's a thankless job, right? So you giving the thanks to them for the work that they do is something that they don't really get often. So I appreciate that. So, you know, look, I mean, let's get right into this. Let's talk about the folds of honor. And, uh, you know, this was the brainchild of a F-16 pilot, and I'm not going to give it away. I'm going to, you'll probably talk about it a lot better than I do, but talk about that faithful day on that trip uh, after the second tour in Iraq and, and where the folds of honor, what it came, uh, you know, what it meant and how it really was kind of uh, the brainchild of how it was developed. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a neat story. Um, it's a sad story, you know, and, and we have a, a soldier who's being brought back and, and Colonel Dan uh, is on a plane coming back and, and trying to re reintegrate back with his family and, and observes and, and pilots are pretty hallowed when even on the commercial and they said, Hey, we've got, we've got, you know, a, a VIP here and it's a family. And I think there was an introduction. And in that process, Dan sort of realized looking out a window, he caught the family and then, and then realizing we're unloading an, an American hero who's no longer on the, the living side of this planet. And right. uh, we're bringing him back with honor and grace and his brother's twin brother was bringing him back another Marine. And I think Dan realized half the plane, a third of the plane, two thirds of the plane just was like, eh, we're on our way. We got to get to other things. And I think it, it encapsulated in his time at that moment, how important it was to be reverent to it, but also not just the moment, but it was to capture seeing the kids and realizing, man, what happens to our American heroes now, first responders as well is who we're recognizing what happens when our heroes fall and what happens to those families? And that was the genesis in his mind of the idea to begin to form, how can I carry that person's legacy? And that is now being done through scholarships to carry that momentum for that family forward. Yeah, and I think it's just an amazing program. And once you start to uh, search the website and you know you start to look right. for information, as I was preparing for this interview, it really is amazing the amount of uh, people who are involved. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. So, I mean, when you think about this from the standpoint of getting this off the ground, right? I mean, so this this brief encounter where you say, you know, we're taking the hero off, you know, he's he's with his twin brother, his his child was with him. And, and uh, you know, it was really, we got to do something for these family members. As you guys kick this off, and as you think about it, all these years later, of where it's gotten to, how hard was it to start? And, uh, you know, what were kind of those lessons learned in the beginning as you were trying mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, give back to the uh, veterans who gave to, gave us the freedom we have? Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of different organizations who are doing different things, different lanes, shall I call it. But uh, in the early years, 2007, moving forward, it just began to grow. Um, and I think Dan's and, and you meet Dan, he's got an energy at a, as a 50 year old man, he's just moving fast, but he, you know, it's time on target. That's because he's a know? fighter pilot. He's, he's usually the, moving fast. That's right. <laughs> and that's right. Time on target for him. And so, <laughs> you know, in, incrementally that thing grew and, it, you know, I was introduced to the group in 2012 and, and there was a ton of, there was a ton of, of energy and, 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 and momentum at that rate. But I'll, I'll tell you that that momentum is, is tenfold now. I think we had almost 13,000 families in our application period wow. this year requesting help. And back in 2012 and before that, it might have been a thousand. So it's just really started to ramp up. I think the, the end of the war and the soldiers coming back and now the expansion into the first responders, I think Americans are starting to get their mind wrapped around, man, there's 1% of the population serving 
our, our country and serving our people. And man, there's a heavy price to pay sometimes. Yeah. And I think that that's the beauty of this when you see Americans get behind that. You know, it's one of the things, I mean, when we talk about EMS, we talk about first, you know, police, first responders, you know, firefighters, when we have a fallen brother or sister, I mean, we're all there. I mean, we, we try mm-hmm. to do everything that we can to make sure that their family is going to be taken care of. And it's great that organizations on the outside um, are now kind of looking in to say, hey, we can do more as well. So let's talk a little bit about the numbers. Let's talk a little bit about the expansion. How did, right. I mean, this is an organization, right? They're really kind of looking at the military, started by a military veteran, right. given to the military event. How did we get to the first responder area? It's a neat story. 2012, 13, 14, somewhere in there, um, running security. I'm a, I'm a 30-year retired uh, commander with the police department. But running security for the folds, they're, they're high profile. Dan was high profile, still is. And in the process of that, um, we had a conversation. That conversation was, hey, brother, we, we fold the flag the same way. Yeah. And it was the military overseas, the first responders in country here. Uh, but ultimately, as you've described, we fold the flag the same way. It's the right. 13 folds. And so in that conversation, we sort of presented that position and that was 2014. Yeah. And then, but it turned into a situation where in 2022, it, it became a situation where Dan approached me and I, timing's everything. And I think right. Dan realized, okay, now it's it, every, every, every good company has a shift and they shift and they continue to be relevant in, in more ways. And not that we're not relevant for our military brothers and sisters. Right. That began in 2022 conversation existed and I said, you know what, buddy? I said, I got 30 years. Let's, let's, let's push this thing. I'm a first responder, true and blue. And, uh, and that conversation turned into me joining the team to represent that first responder side. The numbers, uh, the numbers, Chris, they jump out at you. Uh, yeah. 660,000 calls a day of 911. We need you here now. That's right. medics, that's fire, that's police officers. Um, and it's not just one person responding. It's multiple souls, multiple heroes responding to each of those calls. Right. So we, we guesstimate it might be over a billion actual personal responses a day that right. are happening because you have multiple people. Right. Um, you know, 240 million calls for service. Um, and, and with that, the heroes that, that first responders are, sometimes things happen. Right. And so I think that my goal is to really get to the American public and, and have the public realize when I present and I give 660,000 calls a day, people look at me sideways because they don't realize we're doing that much work. Yeah. And I think that you're absolutely right. And, you know, some of those uh, agencies that are out there are probably doing, you know, their fair share of those calls. Right. But one of the things that I think you bring up here is you know, yourself being a first responder, being in the, uh, right. you know, police. I mean, you guys have always had to worry when you yeah. leave your house, are you coming home? And right. it's it's not until recently, like maybe the last 10 years that firefighters now and EMS providers, we have to start to say, you know what? We walk out this door. This may be the last day that we're going to walk through back, you know, walk through and see our family. 100%. And we're constantly seeing the, you know, the people who are getting hurt and killed and beat up on the job. I mean, um, you know, the EM, the EMT in New York City who was stabbed to death on the street corner. And we saw that horrible video. Right. So now as we start to think about this, what's the best way for EMS and I guess our military partners out there to get involved with, uh, you know, uh, folds of honor, because one of the things that I think is interesting, Luke, and I guess I'm going on a tangent here, I'm going to step on my soapbox. 
is from an organizational standpoint, I didn't know about the organization until I received the email saying, hey, talk to these people and get them on the show. But when you look at the impact that this organization has, you're talking about corporate sponsors like Major League Baseball and Wilson and Yeti and Applebee's. And I mean, just all these big names and heck, you know, you guys are out there trying to take care of us now. We don't even know it exists. So one of the things that we need to do is we need to learn more about your organization and and see where we can help. I actually bought a couple shirts when I was perusing the uh, website today. looks like you're wearing one. What do you got on? Let me see. Let me see your shirt. What do you got? uh, I've got, uh, it's an Oklahoma one, but uh, there's, there's a myriad of different shirts there. Um, It's got the folded flag. And I think people identify with that. Now you you can get tie dye colors. You can get blues, reds. Um, but people ask, but, but more and more and more now, Chris, people are starting. If I have this shirt on, on a plane, people recognize it. Right. Um, they recognize the folded flag means something reverent and they'll ask, okay, tell me exactly what that means again. Um, which is good, but, but you, he hit it on the head. Um, there's 2 million plus first responders. Right. We're organic to neighborhoods and communities. It's going to take a little bit of a swell from that organic side, where people start to realize, hey, there is an organization out here that does take care of us. You know, and I didn't get into the details where we're going to represent first responders. That's a little bit different than the military side. The military side has DD-214s. It has retirement ratios and percentages. When I crafted this with my with my boss, who's the president, Nick Nichols, who's also a fighter pilot, but a super solid guy. And we sat down together and we said, how can we make this relevant for first responders? Killed in the line of duty and, and injured in the line of duty to the point where they can't perform the duty that they were performing when they were, when they were hurt. Yep. And so, and we're, and it's a zero judgment issue for us. We're not going to look at it and say, was it on duty or off duty? We're representing, oh, really? we have their certified, if it's a police officer, a medic or a firefighter who is certified and has a heart attack at Walmart with his family we want to honor his service, her service, Very cool. and take care of the family. So it's it's a little bit more streamlined. Uh, I get a lot of calls about that. Hey, do we qualify? Do we not? And um, it's just a matter of organically getting that message out from, from group to group, city to yeah. city, county to county. I think that one of the things that people need to know as well, and that's, that's great to know. I mean, on duty, off duty, uh, and I'm sure it doesn't make a difference if you're a municipality or a right. private EMS. I mean, because there's a lot of times, you know, uh, I, I don't know, maybe you don't know, but a lot of times EMS is excluded if they work for a private EMS agency. And uh, it really kind of doesn't sit well with me, but uh, it's good to hear that you have a little bit of different structure. But this is something that happens yearly as well. So it doesn't Mm -hmm. just, you know, let me up and say, I want to get a scholarship now. What's the process? Take us through the process about if we want to go ahead and apply, how does that work? Yeah. And before you, before I answer that, I'll even go further into an explanation. 380,000 ish, maybe paid firefighters, the rest are volunteers. So if I'm a banker in California and I'm battling the Santa Ana fires as a volunteer firefighter with a certificate that, that acknowledges that my County, that I, we're good for him. We're good for her. Um, With medics, medics are responding to 911. If you are um, not a master or a slave to the 911 system, if you're responding to a 911 call, it doesn't matter if you're private or, or working for a city or a County, we got you. And because that person's responding on behalf of our Americans. So, right. so, you know, that's, that in and of itself is, is where it goes. But, um, 
I hope that sort of answers a little bit of the structure side of it. Um, but you can go back into that question again and in, in, and uh, ask me that again, because I sort of digressed a little bit. Away yeah, yeah, no. That. So basically, I set it up in the sense of I just can't get on today and say, give me a scholarship. Yes. There's yes. a process. There's a time. So Total talk process. a little bit about that process. So the process is, is every Feb 1 to March 31st of every year, there's an application period where a family will, will submit their paperwork. So a hypothetical would be a medic is, is hurt very badly in a, in a, in a vehicle wreck, you know, an ambulance rolls, broken back, can't work, has to retire medically from that function. The family can then apply in between those periods um, for the kiddos. So it's per kid. So, and, and the, and the spouse as well. So if the yeah. spouse, like I had a school teacher of a police officer yeah. and she said, he's passed away. I got to get my higher ed. We're going to take care of her and the two kiddos. Perfect. Now every year, Chris, it wraps around again. So if we, if we get family a and family a is involved and, and they receive two scholarships for the two kids and a higher education for the, for the surviving spouse, Next year in 2023, they can apply again. It's a it's a lot less tedious, but they're considered legacy, and those legacy families can carry that opportunity until the point where those kids don't need it anymore. Yeah, so cool. if it's a ninth grade child, they may go ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, and they may go right through the university, uh, or or even a trade school at that right. point. Oh, so it doesn't make a difference if they want to do trade. Oh, how cool no. is that? They I have to look you. at the yeah. They have to look at the, the the framework, but there are certain trade schools that apply as well. Very you don't cool. just want to push them toward that higher ed side. And I got to tell you, I mean, you know, preparing for it, you know, I, I wanted to give the shirts are cool. I bought a couple, um, and also you can donate. You can donate one time. You can donate monthly. Yes, sir. And I think that brings us to the squadron, right? So I think that that again is a little bit of an inclusion into uh when we're in the military and we belong to a unit we belong to a squadron um but let's talk a little bit about that how do people get involved with the squadron yeah the squadron is 13 dollars a month and that's significant the 13 folds of the flag and that's a number that you know colonel dan says we're going to take it back positive again everybody thinks 13 is a bad number but it's actually our good number right but uh it's 13 bucks a month uh, for the squadron and people will sign up and, and uh, that $13 goes toward the overall budget with the folds of honor. And, and that's something that people say, where's my $13 going? 91 cents on the dollar out of that 200 million, 90 and our numbers are very clear. Right. Um, we're a 501 C three we're, we're beholden to the federal government to answer to the people. 91 cents out of every dollar goes toward families we only have nine percent that handles our administrative function and it's a it's a it's a task to get that done that way but it's a four-star rating so that thirteen dollars allows a person to be part of the squadron they get some of the goodies coming to them and they also just they're just dialed into the pulse of where this country goes and and as far as how the folds is 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 engaging it one of the other things that i wanted to mention to you is we started a new program this year and it's significant for us and i believe in it it's not just here's a scholarship to a family, we're going to create a relationship with that family. And our, my staff, our staff are engaging that family on a consistent daily basis, sometimes weekly basis, sometimes. And we're engaging those families as they go through the journey of, of what I call continuing to, to push forward, regaining momentum versus here's a scholarship and forget about you. Yeah. Um, so we have a program called Where Are They Now? Oh, and cool. we highlight some of the kids and some of those spouses 
that got punched in the face by losing a family member, got up off the ground and with us as a partner with them, put our, put our arm around them and kept going. It's the American dream. You know, sometimes it's tough, but uh, man, if they keep going, we're going to, we're going to keep track. And that allows us then to go back to people that are part of our squadron and say, here's Samantha. She was a seventh grader and she just graduated with her master's degree in biophysics and she's a doctor. He's a doctor. It just, it just helps with that process of showing where the money went. Yeah, that's very cool. And yeah, I mean, you get on your website and you're very, very clear about the 99.1% where it goes and uh, it's as clear as day. You can't hide it. And, yeah. uh, but you know, you, you just mentioned, uh, you know, the seventh grader who, who got her master's degree, you got to have some other stories. I mean, share with us, you know, one of the stories that, uh, is really kind of the feel good of this program. Uh, you know, there's a couple, I went, I went to uh, three days uh, with our speakers bureau. So our speakers bureau is we have widows and these are gold star families. And those gold star families are engaging and helping folks such as I, when we go out and we talk to the public, but some of those feel good stories were right in that room. Um, these were recipient children who are now giving back to what it was for them wow. by becoming gold star speakers. And man, you talk about pulling, pulling your eyelids and, 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 and feeling the tears come down when you hear some of the stories of some of the kids, you know, it's, it's, it's enough to really recognize that, man, it's not, it wasn't enough for them just to say, thank you, but it's a, a significant enough thing for them to say, you know what, I'm going to present my message back yeah. and just almost compounding interest right back into the program. Yeah, so like you say that. Uh, a mother and a father, um, I, 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 I take that back a father and a son. And uh, it was a U.S. Marine, and um, he was uh, very, very badly injured to the point where he he struggles with, uh, you know, his his skin and voice, and was burned badly. I think in a in a in a, one of the IEDs, and his son was with him and just went to school as a football player, and and they came they came together as a as a duo. So when they present, it's a pretty powerful thing to see. Yeah, uh, one of my heroes. Um, in the flesh, standing right in front of you, and and to see the love that he had for his son, and that's all that mattered mattered to him was yep. getting back to my son, and then the son saying, "Hey, I'm going to give it back because of what my dad did for me, and some of these other families." But there were some real touching stories just within that move room and the training there. Yeah, very cool. You know, one of the things that uh, is really interesting is the ways that you can get involved and the ways that you can help. Of course, you can buy in the store. Mm -hmm. Of course, you can donate monthly or you can make a one-time donation. But there are a lot of people in EMS that love to hold the golf tournaments, right? And you guys have a few golf tournaments that you sponsor that are on your website. But one of the things that caught my eye was if you wanted to sponsor a yes, golf sir. tournament, you can do that as well. Give us a little bit about that. We've got a golf, we've got a golf team. So Dan's, a, Dan's a PGA card carded member. And oh, is so, it really? um, we, oh yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a PGA card member. So, and the PGA of America is involved with us for the first time. And so what you're seeing is you're seeing some of the big golf entities recognizing the folds of honor and its mission moving forward with Patriot golf days. But, but one of the things that, that you're talking about is we actually have a golf team um, and Sarah Bush would be one that I would mention. And her staff 
really engages in some of these things. And we're start, starting to look at the first responder side and you're going to see a challenge that says, let's go. Let's We've go, got yeah. a lot of military golf tournaments out there, but if you want one in your area, we've got 26, 27 chapters now that we can engage with folks within that area. And then with the golf team to make that event memorable and, and to bring people out into that community, because a lot of people like to get out and play golf, but I think if it's golf for a purpose, and that purpose is well tethered to the message of why we're there. Right. It begins to really resonate within that community. So if, if your, me your members are looking at that, have them engage me directly, and I will put them in touch with that team. And that team is extremely professional with how to set that tournament up, how to bring in sponsorship for that tournament, how to maybe even bring in some of the some of the, the VIPs that, that oh, support cool. us. Yeah. You know, there's some there's some neat people out there that support the red, white and blue. They support the folded flag and their Americans and their celebrities, and they like to come out and play golf and exactly, enjoy man. that. I'm with you. So I think we've gotten to that point, Luke. So let's talk a little bit about how can people find more, uh, find out more about uh, Folds of Honor or, you know, best way to get in touch with you. You got some information on it? Sure, certainly. Um, the, the Folds is very easy. It's, it's foldsofhonor.org, www.foldsofhonor.org. And our web website will direct you anywhere you want to go. There's obviously very easy click buttons where you can get on there to donate um, and to be able to be part of the squadron and such. There's also stuff on there to be able to look at some of the stories and sort of get an idea what it is and how it is. And also some of our information to be able to, if you're concerned about where the money's going, all that stuff's on there. But www.folds, you know, foldsofhonor.org. And then my email address is very easy. It's, it's L Sherman. S H E R M A N at foldsofhonor.org. Yeah. Um, and you're more common than welcome spelling. to put that. Yeah. Common spelling yeah. like the Sherman tank. You can put that on your page and uh, anybody sure can get a hold of me. And we are, we are very responsive to our first responders. I am one, but super excited to, to see uh, this, this uh, expansion of the folds uh, to provide for two things. Our, our military is amazing. It's the top in the world and, and it's provided us with freedom and now we have the availability through our first responders who are also heroes to provide us with that safety. And, and those are two things that resonate with Americans, freedom and safety, and the, just the ability to be an American and not fear those things like other people do in other countries is because of that 1%. And right. so proud to say, uh, welcome to the team, first responders, and, and uh, this is yours. And right. so that's one of those things where this is your opportunity to, to, to trampoline and to push this mission forward for those that have fallen or will fall. Well, I've been a first responder since the Reagan administration. Yes, so sir. I can tell you, thank <laughs> you very much for including us. And we are honored to be part of the Folds of Honor. But I got to tell you, Luke Sherman, uh, we could go on talking all night, but I want to be respectful of your time. I mean, Folds, and, Folds of Honor, a great organization. And for everybody out there, I mean, go check it out. I mean, they got some cool shirts. So you can give a little donation. If you want to play golf, you can do that. But, you know, let's learn a little bit about the, the organization who's looking after us when we may need their service. Hopefully we never need their service. But right. if we do, we're going to be in a position that we can uh, turn and say, you know what? I want to do a little bit of school. Uh, can you help? And uh, mm -hmm. we're really excited about that. But uh, I want to thank you for joining us, Luke. Promise me you'll come back again so we can talk Absolutely. a little bit more about the organization. Everybody out there, I want to thank you for joining us once again. Uh, for Kelly Grayson, I'm Chris Sabalero. Go ahead and send us your comments, your questions, your concerns at the show at EMS1.com. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes. And until next week, we'll come back with another great show for you.
Thank yes, you. thank you, everybody. Be safe out there, and thank you for what you do.